my soul, I can't lie Life gon' have some lows and some highs Before the Grammys ever gave a nine I wore my heart on my sleeve, I couldn't hide In 03, they told me not to drive I bleached my hair for every time I could've died But I survived, that's on God Hi everyone, welcome to Broken Brains. I'm Tara. And I'm Julia. That song that I was just playing is called On God by Kanye West from his new album, Jesus is King. Um, and on that topic, we're going to start talking about Kanye West. I feel like Kanye is like one of the most, um, what's the word? Controversial. Yeah, that's a great word. Thanks. Controversial <laughs> figures in our like pop culture mm-hmm. um i feel like i get a lot of backlash as someone who's seen as like politically active or whatever like whatever the words you want to use for liking kanye a lot yeah i agree and i feel like on okay so i think that the big thing that's like controversial about kanye is how he supports donald trump and a lot of the things that he said like slavery is a choice which is, I think that you and I can both agree that that is a problematic statement and that, like, neither of us agree with it. No, of course um, not. But I think, like, after watching the David Letterman um, interview that he did, did you watch that? Like, yeah. You know, like, how he talks a lot about, like, how he's all for having people be, like, able to make their own choices and, like, be accepted even if they're, like ideas are alternative so I think from that interview like he enjoys or he like wears the MAGA hat because he like is repping like don't be ashamed of having your ideas even if they're controversial like wear them and stuff yeah like I think that the slavery is a choice statement is like horrible yes I very (laughs) much don't agree with it I do think though that like for one thing I'm not sure Actually, I'm almost, I'm pretty sure that Kanye would not be getting the hate for being a Trump supporter if he wasn't African-American. And I think, like, the fact that he's a black rapper who's speaking out about, like, a white nationalist racist president is, like, it receives so much media attention because of his identity. Um, And I think that that's kind of, like, a double standard because if it was like, a white singer, like, I feel like if Taylor Swift was a Trump supporter, like, I'm not sure how yeah, that's interesting. she would get. Also, I just feel like people ignore that he obviously struggles with mental health, like, that's what Ye, like, his entire album was about, um, and lots of his songs, and, like, he literally says, like, he's thought about killing people in yeah. his songs, like, and he's been in the hospital, for, like, depression and mental... and, like, going through a mental break. And I think that, like, people forget that that's also, like, a lot of his tweets are probably the the object. Remember that one time he went on Twitter and, like, posted a bunch of, like, Rick and Morty... Yeah. Like, fan fan art? Like... Yeah. Bro, like, that's, like... (laughs) Yeah. That's, like, kind of weird. Like... He's bizarre, but I think that that's why I like him. Exactly. Because... First of all, like, if you watch um, the James Corden video... I haven't seen that yet. It's, like, air pool karaoke. Um, and you can just, like, if you watch his expression as, like, the gospel group is singing, he's, like, so... He, it's like he's in another world, and you can just see the genius that is in him. Like, he's a musical genius. Yeah. And, like, you can tell. And I think that there is no such thing as a genius who isn't 
like crazy yeah no you have to like have something like like that's just part of it and yeah and like you you would be realistically like what people call like on the spectrum Mm -hmm. like if you're so artistically talented there's no way that he would be what society considers as like normal oh absolutely not and I like also he's been very open about the fact that he doesn't take meds Mm -hmm. which like I have my own thoughts about just because I think that like like, if it doesn't make him feel okay, then, like, don't do it. Like, yeah, exactly. But I think that the narrative that he says to, like, these young kids, like, who don't really understand that, he doesn't make that clear enough that, like, it, it's a case-by-case situation if you're going to take meds. So some of these kids are like, oh, like, meds are bad. When Yeah. And I don't know. I also think in, like, a lot of ways to be a good consumer of art, you have to be able to not separate the artist from the art, but appreciate art regardless of who that person is. Like, I think that that statement is subjective because, like, art can be gruesome if the person is gruesome or art can be something that you don't want to look at if the person is, like, someone that is, like, super hateful. But I think with Kanye, like, his music is brilliant. It is, and, like... It's, like, arguable that, like, some songs, like, are, like, like the whole poopity scoop situation was, like, <laughs> that was, like, funny. But then also on the same track, like, it's, like, also beautiful at the same yeah, time. And, like, all of his, I think all of his songs, like, whether you're a fan of it or not, like, you have to admit that, like, there is something else to it. Whether or not, like, you agree with his ideas or if you're necessarily, like, a fan of that genre of music. And, like, every Kanye album yeah. is brilliant it's so good has like incredible music on it yeah and I think also one thing I've noticed is like a lot of the people who criticize me for liking Kanye are like white oh they're always white people always always and it's like Kanye's um rhetoric is hurting people like it's not hurting white people what he's saying no not at all America great again and like his slavery is a choice that's not affecting white people negatively no white people never had to deal with things like they were the owners (laughs) yeah and it's like affecting like his hateful rhetoric is affecting people of color and it's funny how people of color are the ones who are like okay like we accept that he has mental problems and we accept that he has different views he's unstable whatever it is but we're going to appreciate his art I mean, it's just interesting because, like, a person that's comparable is, like, Quentin Tarantino, who's, like, actually, like, insane. Like, he's crazy. He's, like, assaulted people on sets. Yeah. And, like, he's a white man. Exactly. And, like, I don't see the same, like, when there has been rhetoric against him, but it's only for a very, like, finite period of time, whereas for Kanye, it seems to be, like, a rolling, like, criticism against him. And now people are, like... Which he talks about in the James Corden video. Like, people are, like, don't believe that the Jesus is king and his, like... Yeah. His faith revival is real. Like, everyone thinks that what he's doing is just to, like, gain, like, clout and, like, media coverage. But, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're creating art that beautiful and, like, that deep and masterful, like, it's not just for the media coverage. And the thing is, is that his discography is, like you can see the transition into this. You know what I mean? Like, Life of Pablo was a very religious album. Mm -hmm. And, 
it's not like all of a sudden like he's like coming out with like religious music like life of Pablo is very religious he's been doing Sunday service for a really long time and like this and it's not like all of a sudden like he decided to write this music you know it's been written over a period of time I also think it's like beautiful because it's so Jesus is King is like very specific also to black culture and like the black commit like the, the black celebration of Jesus and of Christianity and that's something that like traces back to slavery it's like music was the way that black people a lot of black people black slaves coped with that traumatic experience and you can like you can hear like the generations of both pain and celebration within gospel music and it's it's beautiful it is it's so also not about white people and i think that white people like to twist a love of kanye to a love of nativism and nationalism and trump in the trump era but that's not like, I love Kanye's music because it's so beautiful and yeah. it resonates with me. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. That just, like, makes me think about, like, separating the art from the artist because this is just a throwback to when we had to do our senior sweatshirt design. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of controversy over the sweat because we one of the drafts was um, after the album graduation. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were opposed to it because, like, they're like, I'm not wearing anything with Kanye on it. But it's, like, do yeah. they not realize that, like, all of these songs that they're dancing to at parties are, like, are classic Kanye, Kanye songs? songs? Like, And, like, the songs that white people are, like, singing the N-word to. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it's just crazy. I it's think crazy. it's, like, it's a trendy thing to, like, not like Kanye. Yeah. And it it goes back to, like, I don't know. It's, like, the, with the Tarantino example. Like, then, why are you watching Tarantino? Because all those girls have seen Tarantino movies. Yeah, they all have. not A lot of them are like, oh, like, Tarantino is my god. Like, he's so, yeah. like, like, no. Like, okay, Tarantino does make very good movies. He's a good filmmaker. He, he has, like, brilliant ideas. However, he's also crazy and, like, yeah. has assaulted people and has, like, emotionally abused people. Yeah. And, like, that's not a secret. And it's, they're treated very differently. I also think that there's a reason that, like, Kanye's been, Kanye's lasted for, like, 20 years. Like, his music, I mean, the music he was producing for, like, Jay-Z when he started, like, he has been successful and relevant for years. And, like, there is something to that. Like, I think that there's something to praise about it. I also think that, honestly, his political fervor and, like, his passion for, um... Trump and like <laughs> things that I don't necessarily support at all. It's kind of a smart media move. It and is. I guess it's like I guess it's up to the viewer and up to the listener to decide if that's morally correct. I in my opinion, like I would very much appreciate if he didn't do those things because I, I do agree. think that in an era of like this political instability and like this the kind of like hatred that is um like, that is echoed throughout America, like, supporting Trump and supporting hatred is detrimental. And, like, when you have young people who aren't necessarily, like, well-versed in politics or whatever but are diehard Kanye fans and, like, hear he likes Trump and thinks that's... And then they think that's okay. Yeah. Like, that is really problematic. It is. He holds so much power. And, like, Mm -hmm. the same way that he's helped so many people, like, with his music, that, like, gives him so much power. So whatever he says, like, will, I guess, affect individuals and their ideas. And I don't think that he understands that, like, 
or I'm sure I don't know if he doesn't understand but like he, he doesn't it seems that he doesn't really care about that yeah I think it's like all of, and I think if you look at like his wife for example like there's a reason why Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got like are a power couple honestly yeah like they're good yeah they're like good together. they both know how to manipulate media and manipulate like society to like yeah um be constantly watching them and like the Kardashians have done that really well and in particular like Kim Kardashian knows how to like command an audience and keep herself relevant because yeah. there's always a headline about her exactly and I don't know I just think that like to an extent if you take a step back Kanye is singing about God and faith and like black identity and has been doing it forever like there's no way that he he hates fellow black people like I don't know that's what it is no he doesn't and like he he uses like obviously I don't appreciate the fact that like he's friends with Donald Trump but then again when Rocky was ASAP Rocky was in prison and like yeah. couldn't get like he they had a big part to do with like him getting out, getting out yeah. and like he he knows that it, it's obvious that he ha- knows that he has this power and like so far he's used that one aspect of their relationship for a good thing but yeah. I don't know I think it's like really it's like it's a hard thing to navigate because like both of us are obsessed with music yeah and like I can't just stop listening to like artistic mastery because white people think it's politically incorrect um and I won't because like I appreciate his I appreciate his genius and like it's just I can't stop listening to Jesus is King it's so good I I was listening to it this morning it's like an amazing album and I feel like that's the same way with like for me with movies like Mm -hmm. like okay since like the Me Too stuff came out like there's obviously been a lot of conversation about, like, oh, I'm not going to watch, like, American Beauty because Kevin Spacey was in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, and, like, I'm not going to watch any more Woody Allen movies. But you can't, like... Like, for me, it's hard to say that just because, like, they're good movies. Like, those movies yeah, are brilliant. And I also think it's, like, you... I think before you listen to music by Kanye or you watch movies where Kevin Spacey is plays a main role, like... You have to, before you participate yeah. in that, tell yourself, I know that what this person did was wrong. Exactly, I And agree. I acknowledge that they committed a crime against a woman or yeah. against uh, people of color or whatever it is. But then there are so many other people, too, that are involved in making that art. Like, Kanye West music is not just Kanye West. No. Especially this album. It's the entire choir of young artists who are, like, incredible, who I want to support, and, like, producers and... I don't know. I just think that, like, it's ignorant to just completely stop participating in something because there's an aspect of, like, political incorrectness. And I actually, like, I very much think that the sexual assault of women that, like, many directors and actors have committed is something that we can't ignore. Like, I think it adds another layer of when you're watching those movies, like, analyzing them in your head. Mm -hmm. It just makes it... A different experience, I guess. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, I don't that's know. That's the tea. That's the tea. I don't know. Listen to Kanye. Listen like. to Kanye. <laughs> Just, like, try Because, like, I've had an experience where I was in the car with someone and we were driving. And I had the aux and I was playing some Kanye. Or a Kanye song came up. Because, like, I was, like, it was on a playlist. 
and the person who was driving looked over at the screen. They, like, it was, like, 30 seconds into the song, and they looked over at the screen. And then they saw it was Kanye, and they were like, oh, can you turn it off? I'm not going to listen to Kanye. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's sort of like once, if you don't know the identity of this, like, of the artist, like, they were okay with it, and then all of a sudden, like, they're like, no. Yeah. Like, that's weird to me. And the person was white, so it's like... I just, I think it's, like, bizarre how white people get so... Maybe it's an L.A. thing. Because, like, we live in this bubble of, like, um, it's cute and, like, cool to be politically, like, at, like, white and woke or whatever it is. Like, and I just think, like, I appreciate the, um, attempt to, like, be empathetic with people of color and with minorities, um, whoever it is, like, who face, um, like, racism that is, like, embedded within our legal system and, like, whatever it is. Like, I think it's good for white people to acknowledge that, but also when it comes to criticizing art of people of color, like, it's a it's, like, going back on, like, your helpfulness. Yeah, and there's, like, a point at which trying to be empathetic and speaking out, like, can go wrong like today I had that experience in advisory when we were talking about yeah I'm going to talk about it and if the person who said this is listening like I don't think bad of you (laughs) I just think that it's an important learning moment for all of us yeah but we were talking about um like power structures by the way okay that whole advisory yeah we should should talk talk about about this advisory that advisory was so problematic let me explain it before you talk about the person okay yeah so basically the advisory was on (laughs) intersectionality which i think like here at our school we need to talk about intersectionality um however like the first activity was making a t-chart of like binaries one side being more powerful and one side being less powerful and I just thought, like, the entire idea of a T-chart, like, re... It's it, too binary. It's, yeah, like, stop. The whole point of intersectionality is that we're fighting binary. Exactly. But a T-chart is literally, like, the material version of a binary. Also, did they show you the one that they made? Like, on yeah, the Instagram oh thing where it looked like they, like, made it on Instagram with yeah, their, like, text? Yeah, and it was, like, boss versus worker. Yeah, and then there was one that, like, made me really upset. It was, like, white was powerful and then less powerful was black slash brown people. And I was like, okay, so you're basically, like, excluding a whole section, section of, people of people of color. Yeah. Like. That's what made me upset because, like, as an Asian person, it's sort of, like, we aren't, like, there's this idea of the model minority and, like, we yeah. aren't being represented. And it's sort of, like, like obviously, as an Asian person, I'm discriminated against a lot differently than a black person is. Yeah, of course. But not being represented on this chart of, like, powerful versus less powerful. Also, which, another thing was Christian versus oh, yeah. Muslim and Jewish. Like, hello. That was so different. I'm, like... Hindu and I'm not up there. Yeah, exactly. And like, Muslim, like Muslims and Jews are obviously probably like the most persecuted religions in the United States. But I don't even want to say that because I don't know like the statistics. Yeah. And I do think it's important to acknowledge that this was a very like Eurocentric, American centric. Oh, absolutely. View of, like intersectionality and many students at Marlboro don't come from like American families. Yeah. Or tradi- or like are first generation or second generation Americans. And so it's just, it just, that was one part. But then the second part was that they put up three <laughs> photos of people who, like, I don't even want to say who they were. 
because it'll get too, like, I'll just get too angry. But basically, it was like, oh look at God. the photo of this person. I'll say one. It was Trayvon. One of the photos was a selfie of Trayvon Martin. And it said, look at this photo. And from what you can see of the photo, highlight what you think makes them less powerful on our binary T-chart thing. And, um, like, from the picture, you can tell Trayvon Martin is... Or you think you can tell Trayvon Martin is African-American. We know this. Bro, like, we... I, it was hard for me to separate myself because I knew that it was Trayvon Martin just from looking at the picture. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but many kids probably many kids didn't. Many kids didn't. And it's so crazy. I think that's part of the thing is you can't look at someone and assume what race they are, what gender they are, what sexuality they, um, like, align... Or not align with. What their sexuality is. Like, yeah. you can't look at something and be like, that's a woman. She's white. Because you have no idea. You don't know. And, like, it's just reinforcing this idea. But And so, I just... It was kind of funny because it, like, the entire thing went against intersectionality. It, w- it was funny. It was, like, like looking... It was comical. It's comical. But what happened in your advisory? <laughs> well, my advisory, um, <laughs> you see... Oh, my God. It's so bad. So, we were talking about, um, like... We were on the side of Trayvon Martin, and we were talking about, like, I guess, like, racial profiling. And one girl in my advisor, who is a person of color, was like, this happened to my dad the other day where he was stopped in Beverly Hills. And I was like, yeah, like, I get that. Like, that happened, like, to a lesser... Obviously, this is a lesser extent. Like, we... What we... What her dad went through and what I went through are not to the extent of Trayvon Martin. Like, not at all. Not at all. And it's a different experience. But it's just to show that this happens still today. Like, where I was at the Jonathan Club, which is a very white place. Yeah. And, um, like, someone, when I was with my friends who are all people of color, they were like, do you, like, are you members here? And, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we were sort of sharing our experiences to, like, I guess, like, show that this still happens. And then someone in my advisory, who I will not name, um, who is a white girl, um, raised her hand and said, well, I was outside once, um, like at night, filming something with my friends, and someone stopped us and said, like, why are you, like, why are you outside right now? And it was, like, very... And, like, on the slide of Trayvon Yes, on the... Like, after I said my experience and after this other person said her experience or her father's experience. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, oh, well, I don't think that it would have happened if it was a teenage boy. And I was, like, okay, true, but, like, don't relate your experience... Like, being a what... But to give her credit, I guess, like, if I'm going to give her credit, she was, like, this isn't, like, it had nothing to do with my race. And it's, like, then why are you bringing it up then, you know? I also think that, like, with Trayvon Martin, like, there... I mean, first of all, it feels insensitive to, like, bring that up in an advisory conversation about intersexuality, intersectionality, (laughs) because, I mean, Trayvon Martin was murdered. He was brutally murdered. Brutally murdered by a white policeman, and, like, police brutality against African Americans is an epidemic in this country, and it is horrible. And I just think even to try to relate it to anything is a crime against Trayvon Martin, like, yeah. and his family. And I had the same problem I in, like, this honors English seminar class, and we read um, this story called The Finkelstein Five, which is by this amazing <laughs> author named Ajay Brenya, who you all should read. Um, he's incredible. He has this book called Friday Black. And this story was... Like, just, it was obviously inspired by, like, many, um, many occurrences of police brutality against African Americans, and 
Um, it's about these five kids, five black kids who get slaughtered by a chainsaw, like, by this white man. And the white man is found innocent in, in like, the court of law. Yeah. And um, as soon as, like, the conversation opens up, one, there are, like, two, maybe three people of color in my entire seminar class, which is about, like, 20 people. Um, which isn't even surprising because, like, that's just how it goes. That's how it is. Like, that's pretty good, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty good. But no African-American people in our class, and I just feel like that's upsetting when we're talking about a story that is so... It's so not even fair for any other identity to try to comprehend it because you can't. Like, you just cannot. We didn't even talk about black people in that class. That's so bad. That's yeah, like awful. it's it all it became about other people's stories of how they were discriminated against and it's like this is not what this was about like it's not about you and like you are a white rich person but also on that same note like someone who is white will never understand what it's like to be a person of color in America when we're talking about African Americans it's important that we talk about African Americans and not about who like whoever else it is yeah and I think it relates to the fact that like ACE which is our um African-American affinity group on campus and like East and all of the affinity groups became like closed this year as in like I think that's wonderful it's so great it's like the affinity groups are only open to the people who who identify I mean like there was one year that like a lot of people remember if you were here (laughs) at Marlboro this time where the uh, the Asian affinity group East was led by a white person who lived in Japan, yeah. and like that for was like a year, for think. like a year. And like when I saw that, like she was the leader, I was like repelled away from the away from the um the club or the the affinity group. Like I couldn't, yeah. I didn't feel like I could go. So like I feel like that's a great step on Marlboro's behalf to, um, I guess make that accommodation (laughs) yeah I also think that like as uh and like a brown person like I'm sick of having to explain myself to white people constantly and like defend my experience as a minority and like explain to them like my experiences and like I feel like when white people are in affinity groups it becomes all about the white people yeah like just because they will never understand what it's like. And so we have to constantly explain, like, well, I experienced this and I experienced that. Whereas when you're in a group of all people who understand your experience... You like, don't have to... You There's not that, like, extra step of, like, explaining, like, background info. Yeah. And also, like, I've noticed that, like, white people will, like, apologize and, like, will defend themselves. And it's like, this isn't, like, about you. Yeah, and, like, don't you dare defend don't, yourself. Don't, like, stop. Like, just, like, <laughs> just, like... I don't care. Having discussions with white people is important about, like, race and all of this stuff. But also, like, you need to be respectful, I guess, and, like, not think that, like, we're criticizing you or, like, anything. It's, like, unless we are criticizing you directly because you said something bad. Yeah. Um, But I also think, like, it is, it's important for white people to... To feel excluded from something. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> Get a taste of your own medicine, Yeah, and, man. like, you're not a part... Like, you're not Asian. No. Like, I'm so sorry. You're not Asian. Like, don't You go to Japan our- for one year. Like, no. That's you're not, not enough. Asian. That's not... You're, a- not, you're not Asian. Asian. Like, it just upsets me because as someone, I've never been to anywhere in Asia before. Like, I've not been to Korea. I've not been to Japan. And it's, like, for some reason, 
it seems like, oh, because you went to Japan, does that mean, like, you're, like, as Asian or more than me as, like, someone yeah, who's, like, like, no, that, that it's not the same. Um, yeah, and I just, like, there are so many things we could talk about, but I feel like it just goes back it's just, to yeah. the idea, which, like, I Kanye relates to this, but it's, like, the the experience of a person of color is something that, like, white people will never, ever be able to comprehend. Yeah. And I don't think, with Kanye, for example, it's fair to, like, to to prescribe him or, like, to just call him a crazy, crooked, like, terrible human who believes in the wrong things and who's politically incorrect and, like, basically name him, like, the devil or an evil person or whatever it is. Like, we will never be able to comprehend Kanye West's brain. No, never. And we'll never be able to go inside of him or, like, under (laughs) that... Take that out. <laughs> that was so. Can I leave it in, please? No. That was so funny. I'll like leave this part in. Okay. It's um, <laughs> really embarrassing. I met inside his brain and like understand <laughs> and understand the reason why he makes certain decisions or says certain things about um about Trump or MAGA or what, like whatever. I think that it's unfair for white people to judge people of color for listening to Kanye West music. I agree. It's like, don't do that. Like, like you can have your opinions, but, like, keep it to yourself, man. And, like, or at least don't say, like, oh, you listen to Kanye, that makes you a bad person. Like, you support his ideas. Like, you support what he says. Like, no. No. Like, no, you, there is, it's possible to separate yourself from that. Um, And, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, Kanye has also done so much as far as, like, breaking that ta- the taboo around um, mental illness. Yeah. Because, like, so much. there's been so much taboo around that. I like, also think that it's just, it, like, goes back to when, was it the MTV Awards or something? Like, when Taylor Swift won that award and he, like, went on and stage. And he went on stage. And, like, yeah. said Beyonce should have won this award. Like, one? Like, yeah, fuck, facts. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like obviously. True. Like, Bianca. 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 <laughs> Beyonce's white name is Beyonce. Beyonce, yes, should have won the award. Like, why didn't she? Because the people voting for these awards are all old white men. Like, of course Taylor Swift won the award. She's, I'm so sorry, but like, try, try to to compare Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Like, tell me, you can't. Like, you can't. It doesn't work. Beyonce is not human. She's amazing like her music is has impacted whatever i won't get into that but my point (laughs) is that people villainize kanye for like jumping on stage and like oh my god the scary black man like disrupted this pretty skinny white girl and like like, bro chill like no no, like who made taylor so famous kanye west made taylor so i mean as as kanye once said (laughs) in his song famous i I made made that that bitch famous. famous Yeah, like, like, fuck all of you Taylor Swift fans who are, like, no... Like, I can't support Kanye West because he, like, trashed my girl. Like, absolutely not. Fuck you. Shut up. Shut up. Like, Taylor Swift would be nothing. Yeah. I mean, actually, I will say... No, she would 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 be be something. something. He, like, jump-started her career. I also think that she's super talented. Yeah, of course. I think she's an amazing songwriter and (laughs) singer. I'm, like, not taking away from that because respect art, respect artist. She works her ass off. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. I I do like Taylor Swift. I do. Yeah. I don't necessarily listen to her music as much as I listen to Kanye's. However, I appreciate I it. appreciate her music. 
the fans though of Taylor Swift are like all white girls. Okay, it's like Billie Eilish fans. Like, okay, yeah. you guys who are Billie Eilish fans like <laughs> need to chill. Like, I like Billie Eilish music. Yeah, we all. But like, like shut Eilish. up. Like, yeah. stop dressing like her. Like, like stop trying to do that, yeah. man. No, pe- like pe- Billie Eilish, Eilish fans are the Eilish. worst. I hate Billie. If you're a Billie Eilish stan, I hate you. No, don't. Say I'm that. just kidding. It's not true. I I I I, I just like have. <laughs> I, there are so many Billie Eilish. There are so many. Cool. I don't care. I don't care. But it's true. Like Billie Eilish fans are annoying. But it's like just easy to like. It's so easy for like white girls and like white boys to like build cult followings as musicians yeah. and like people who are like diehard fans. But for some reason, with like Kanye, like at our predominantly white rich school, like the fan, the Kanye fan base, <laughs> I wouldn't say is that large. It's not, and the people who like say that they are like. They aren't really. Yeah. Like, someone, like, was like, I love Kanye. Like, I love his album, Yee. I was like, bruh, that's like, wrong. Like, not- Yee? Are oh you serious? Anyways, that's, it's like, It's also, like, to annoying. be a true fan of a musician, you can't just listen to their music. You have to, like, understand their life story a little bit. And, like, I, I believe in watching interviews and reading articles. Oh, absolutely. And, like, you can't listen to a Kanye song once, like it, and be a Kanye fan. Mm-hmm. Um... You can be a fan of that song. I also think it's just, like, it's just annoying. Like, I go back to the Taylor Swift thing because it's, like, also when you're, like, no, Taylor Swift is, like, better than Kanye or whatever it is. Like, you can't compare them. No, you can't because they're so different. They're so different. And also, like, as far as, like, social impact and, like, political, like, I also feel like it just (laughs) goes back to, like, how people are... (laughs) <laughs> so uncomfortable around matters of mental health. Oh, absolutely. Like and like disability like mental disability just isn't like accepted still and like it's funny when people think that that's like a thing of the past because no, like people are scared of the word bipolar still and when Kanye schizophrenia that he had these things, people, people like, like <gasps> freaked out like he's yeah. crazy, he's a Trump supporter like no, I mean the man was in the hospital. Yeah. Or for a long time. He was in there for, like, an extended... And, and that's how he got the idea to, like, start his, quote-unquote, church in Calabasas, which yeah. he says. Like, yeah. the Jesus is King movement stemmed from, like, him having this realization in a hospital. And, like, people just don't get that. And also, my last thing is that Jesus is King, like, if you don't believe in Christian beliefs and, like, you don't believe in Jesus, like, I don't. Like, I'm fucking Hindu. Like, <laughs> not really. Like, I don't really... I don't really believe in, like, religion. Like, I don't believe that, like, humans are the most if i if that's what it is like that just makes me sad and i can't believe that we are the most powerful as it gets. yeah like that's like kind of shit. that makes that's me really that makes sad. me want to like die a nightmare. Yeah. yeah no but i just like i don't believe in like the i don't believe in christianity like i th- i mean i guess i believe in some of the principles of christianity but i'm not a christian and i yeah. didn't grow up christian and that doesn't mean i can't listen to jesus is king and it doesn't mean that i can't appreciate gospel music yeah, exactly. Like, gospel music is incredible. And, like, it's just beautiful. because you're a Christian, it doesn't mean you can't listen to, like, like Sufi music or whatever. Like, Hindi, like, Hindi, like, Bollywood music. or I, I mean, I think that this whole thing comes down, basically, to an appreciation of culture and art. Yeah. And you have to be well-versed on, like, the subject and appreciate the culture it comes from. But that doesn't mean that you can't... I guess the point is just, like, stop ignoring art because of your own prejudices. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And 
it's just a bit crazy how <laughs> like stupid people are. It yeah. makes me so upset. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay on the topic of art and being prejudiced. On the topic of that, I know that you took your art history test today. Yeah. Oh, art God. history. Okay. Great class. Great class, fantastic teacher who I love very much. I love her. She's a great teacher. It's, Amazing. It's really, like, Khan Academy, I think, that, like, needs to, like, yeah, pick it Khan up. Yeah, Khan Academy, oh, my God, the other day I was watching for, there are these, like, votive um, sculptures oh, the, yeah. that are from Mesopotamia, and, like, they go, they're so cute. I know. It's, okay, if you don't see the problem with that, we'll explain it right now. You can't call, like... I mean, that sculpture. Especially, it's, like, also, like, a... It's, like, deeply rooted in their culture, you know what I mean? Like yeah, deeply. I mean, it's, like, this whole idea of, like, white superiority and, like, white man's burden, basically, meaning that, like, you can diminish every other culture. Like, calling a, a votive sculpture, which is so huge to their religion and their worship, cute, and, like, they made like, it to bro, seem like, yeah. like a puppy dog, like... It's so cute! Yeah, like, that's not... It's so messed up, and then we never address stuff like that. Like, it's just, like, the it's just blatant disrespect. Yeah, it's it's very bad. And, like, I'm not saying this right now. I didn't bring it up to, like, shame the class, shame the teacher or anything like that. I just think it's important for whoever takes that class, like, to be aware of it. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, try. Like, I think that conversation is how we are able to, like, are the first steps. Like, the first step to any change is a conversation about it. Yeah, which is why we're doing this. This is why we're, that's why we're doing this. Because to end this, yes, kind of, like I think Marbo has clear systematic issues. Oh, absolutely. Like every administrator is white at the school. I mean, maybe there's like one. Um, I don't I even don't think, think so. so. Like, and the the t- population of teachers at the school is vastly like majority white. I mean, I mean like they student. don't have it. They don't have an Asian American yeah, I mean, lit can, class. We, we can, can talk about that. That's a whole thing. different. Thing. And yeah, like once I went to one of the administrators, like we had like I was like, yo, this like racist thing happened in class. Like I'm not happy with it. Had a conversation with a person that like said the racist thing with the moderator teacher. Didn't feel satisfied from it. Went back to the administrator said like I don't think this conversation was really helpful and they said you know wait until next time and we'll take further precautions yeah like when you hear racist slur in class like that's a major it brings up cultural pain man yeah and like the fact that it's ignored is problematic I mean there are so many examples which we can talk about in like our next podcast series what is it episode episode yeah slot or whatever it is but like I just feel like there's a man. Is there that a man? so fucking... Okay, yeah, I'm seeing, like, footsteps on the other Wait, side. Wait, no, but I saw him. He's that weird one. Which one? Oh, no! The he one... He definitely hear us, I don't know, but he doesn't trust me. Okay, well, let's just well, wrap this up. The we'll ra- wrap. Wrapping up is Marbro has a lot of problems, and I think we want to talk about them, and... They got bad bitches. That's my that's fucking pr- problem. That's their fucking problem. Yeah. Um, this is a great song. Yes. Everyone go listen to Fucking um, Problems by ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. I, <laughs> just, I just think that, like, it's important to talk about these things, and Julia and I are both, like, people of co- We're both Asians at a very white school. I yeah. think we've both grown up in extremely, like, different ways than each other, but also than the rest, than a lot of the kids yeah. at the school. And, like, I just think it'll be exciting to talk about 
these phenomena and like we should we should also talk about college stuff too oh yeah I, no we'll just talk about a ton like see how this started out with connie but it and trailed. now it, yeah now it trailed. i mean it's like loosely related it's loosely related but we just there's a lot of thoughts in our heads and like we're funny kids um yeah Not we really. try well like we try and we do a lot of stuff together other go than this. go I accidentally muted it. Ghost Stream Floating by Tara. Muted this whole time. No, it hasn't been muted okay, yeah, this whole time. Actually, let me just plug myself really quick. So I have three songs. <laughs> um, Bodies Burn, Baby Burn, Floating. There's an EP coming. Um, I'm Tara, like just T-A-R-A on Spotify, which is like hard to find because... Yeah, we need to work on that. We need to work on my branding, like ASAP Rocky. Yeah, we can talk about that. We'll talk about Rocky. that. Um, <laughs> but you should definitely listen to them because they're good songs. I mean, go follow her Instagram too. Yeah, follow my Instagram. Follow Julia. Tar.Mundle, Julia Song. Julia No, Song. no. It's my, my Instagram is Julia.Song01, you know, like... Oh, fuck. I keep on muting this. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, julia.song01 Instagram, you know, look at my films. Like, I'm pretty proud of them. And that's our podcast, Broken Brains. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This is episode one, Kanye, amongst other things. I hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye. I go hard. It's so Okay, 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 okay.